I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned Trek. Hey, nerds. Uh, it's Cartier. Listen, I don't want to sound like an asshat, but I have so many assistants that some of my assistants have assistants. And one of them, or someone who was wandering through one of my offices, uh, recently asked me to do the uh, which Gilmore, Gilmore Girl character are you thing, uh, which was hilarious, because uh, I thought, well, once and for all, I'll prove that I'm a total Dean Forrester. I then thought that Isaac was a complete Roy, Rory, and uh, Andrew, of course, was Luke Danes, 100%, even with the stupid hat. Uh, and then I got reminded of the Gilmore Girls, uh, the animated series crossover episode, the Lorelei Signal. Uh, watch it and give out some votes, otherwise I'll have to fire another assistant because of you assholes. Wait, what is that? <laughs> Unplanned Trick! Hello and welcome to Unplanned Trick, the show that didn't take a long time getting from there to here. <laughs> I'm Andrew. And I'm Isaac. Well, Unplanned Trick, this is uh, for those who don't know, and that Im implies we have a new listener. Yeah, welcome new listener. Welcome new listener. Are you from Belgium? Mm, I, I really hope you are. Yeah. We watch a random, well maybe random, maybe chosen episode mm. of any of the 903 episodes of Star mm. Trek that have been made up today. Mm -hmm. And we don't get to choose it, that's the point. Mm. And we don't review it. We give out awards for certain things. Yeah, this episode's weird for two reasons for our format. Mm. Last week we did More Trouble, More Tribbles, which was the animated series as well. Oh yeah. These are not only consecutive TAS episodes, mm. but they're consecutive in the season their one. order. Of, yeah. of episodes. Episode, that hasn't happened for us before. Episode four and five yeah, yeah. of season one. Yeah. Um, and they're also two solid entries. They are. They're very mm. good episodes. Yeah. And we've got cheesels. We do. Mm. And Tim Tams. Oh. Yeah. Wow. They're on my side, mate. You're right there. Yeah, I am. I'm, got nothing? I'm very good. Mm. So we're gonna we're gonna eat and be merry while analysing this episode, the Lorelei signal. Now, straight up, it's um very few people on online seem to acknowledge the fact that this is just the siren scene from Homer's The Odyssey. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, just absolutely. literally. Yeah. Just literally, they have a song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was the third verse of Rainbow Connection where they're talking about. Very good. Yeah. Hot chicks mm -hmm. who sing, mm -hmm. and all the guys go out of their mind crazy with lust, mm -hmm. and the women have to save the day. Mm -hmm. And it's a fantastic episode because I did manage to find an interview with Nichelle Nichols. Yeah. We're asking her specifically, when you got this script, she said, what did you think? She said, I ran into Jean's office with the writers and said, thank you, thank you so much. I yeah, finally right. get to be in charge. Great. Mm. And she and it's more than more than just sitting in the big chair while the other guys mm. are off doing stuff. She's, she takes charge. Mm. You know, she takes command because she has to. Yeah. So, but yes, it is, it's, a, it's an ancient Greek myth. Yes, that's right. Yeah, um, it's got a lot, as the animated series does. There's bits of it that make zero sense. Um, there's bits of it that they don't explain. There's a lot of glossing over goes yep. on on that, um, and it's got some very odd things that occur, hmm. which I will hope to talk about later. Excellent. But in a nutshell, the male crew members get mm -hmm. lured to a planet mm -hmm. where their life force gets sucked out of them and they age quickly prematurely mm. and that keeps these women on the planet alive mm. they need this life force mm. to do that um and the the thing doesn't affect the ladies mm -hmm. so uhura and nurse chapel 
basically saved the day. Mm. Along with an all-female security team, yep. female red shirts, none of whom die. That's right. None of them. So maybe they're better at the job than men. But it's so it's, far. Yeah. Yeah. Empirical evidence. Yeah. And yet, look, there's a backstory to the women on the planet, which they do total exposition where someone just tell one of them just tells Kirk. With a little slideshow? Yeah. It's like a little yes, PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. Which Star Trek likes to do. Mm. We like watching people watching Star Trek. Yeah, I like watching... I like when they bring up star maps and they're two-dimensional. Yes, yeah. Like, like the, the, yes. the often used one with the neutral zone? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> it's like it's like roads in, in the world, isn't it? Yeah, like, totally. it, You can only go that way in space. You mm. can't go like that. Until... Or, until uh, Wrath of Khan. Where right. they defeat Khan in the Reliant because he is showing two-dimensional thinking, Captain. Mm. Yeah, he is intelligent but not experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned Rather Khan. That might come up for us soon. It's pr- pretty odd that a genius, genetically engineered guy from effectively the 1980s, at that point it was meant to be, knew exactly how to fly a starship. Well, flying starship's not hard, mate. You press the big green button and you get there. You don't have to. It's not, you, you don't have a steering wheel. How you don't do have to do much. Thing. How do you know it was the green button? Well, go. Go's green. Did he, I know. He looked in the, in the glove box for the road manual. <laughs> That's what he did. Yeah. He looked at that. Hey, my new car has got Bluetooth and I didn't know it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I had to read. The, I had to pull the manual out of the glove box to look up. I forget what it was. Were you driving at the time? No. Oh. No, of course not. And um, then I'm suddenly <laughs> flicking through the things and it's got all these handwritten sticky notes inside it about how to hook up to the Bluetooth and what the default code is and all this sort of stuff. Wow. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Well, congratulations on your Bluetooth computer. I'm not going to hook it up. Oh. I don't want people to ring me when I'm driving. Well, you might be able to do things like asking Google questions like this one. I've been meaning to, I want you to hear this. Okay, go. Hey, Google, how do you say bagpipes in German? In German, happen. that's Dudenzack. Anything happen. else you want me to translate? It's no. Happen. No. Did, was, did okay, you... I'll stop translating. Good, shut up. Did, 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 did you say big fat sack? She said doodle sack. Doodle sack? Yeah. Oh, that's, that, that's the name of my new... That's our new band. <laughs> Andrew Hogan and the Doodle, and the doodle Sacks. Yeah, <laughs> and you're one of the Doodle Sacks. Can I play bagpipes? Yeah, totally. No. Yeah. Well, I, well, I don't know. Can you play bagpipes? <laughs> <laughs> Can you play the doodle set? <laughs> we can all play that. The good, the good thing is... Been doing that since a teenager. If I could play the bagpipes well, or I could play the bagpipes badly, it would come out the same. About the same. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. You could just poke your cat and injure it and get the similar yeah, sound. Yeah. Uh, doodle sack. And thank you, Mrs. Unplanned Trek, for, for, for being in this episode. Yeah. She's also in an earlier episode before you joined the show full time. Oh, wow. She did the one with the whales. Multi-talented. Oh, really un- yeah. unfair. Yeah. And do you want... Do you want to know what her review was? Uh, Wales. She said, it's it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's pretty good. And I asked, would she watch again? And she said, no. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> good too. very smart. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> if you didn't like Chrysalis, then you were not alone. But is this one better than the voyage home? So we like starting off each episode by looking at the bell curve. And at one end of the bell curve, we have the one of the whales. And at the other end, we have DS9's chrysalis. Mm-hmm. And we go, does it change the bell? Or does it go ding, ding, ding? Does it ring the bell? 
Mm, you can ring my bell, Colette, 1989. Oh, don't worry, I know. Yeah. I probably saw her live. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably can't remember it. Oh, clearly not. <laughs> and I wouldn't have told anybody if I did. I've mm. got a friend who saw Savage Garden live. In At the peak of their powers or just last week? They had a peak of their powers? Oh, yeah, they mm. were all over Truly. Commercial, commercial radio. Madly. What, deeply? Mm. Alan Rickman film. Mm. Really good one. Mm. Really good one. One of his first. One of his earliest. Right. Anyway, um... Is it worse than Chrysalis? No. Is it better than One of the Whales? No. Segment done. The Captain Jean-Luc Picard Medal. Okay, so the Picard Medal is where we start. It's where we look at all the characters and ignore all of them except for the best three. The Foreign Frontier. I'm a Frenchman with an oddly British accent. Anyway, um, this is important. It is. Jack, from Let's Talk About Treks, when the Enterprise goes like this, and it says Patrick Stewart, yeah. and then it goes, and it says Jonathan Frakes, mm. and then it says, and it says... Uh, Spiner. No. Doesn't it? I think it does... Lavar. Really? Yeah. Okay. He ducks when the ship goes past. Right. Do you duck? No, because it's television. Oh. Yeah. He might have a better television than us. Maybe it's so big and it's 3D. The TV? I hope so. Otherwise, that, got, that got dark real quick. <laughs> mm, places I don't want to go. Or maybe I do. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, anyway, Who's we're ignoring every character... In this show, except for the best three. Mm. And then Andrew ranks them. That's what we're doing this week. Yes. And look, um, this, again, and I think this is two weeks in a row of me giving sensible votes. Like, like it, I couldn't come up with anything stupid. So boring. Oh, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what do you say, Captain Shaw? No! no okay, so, mate. one vote, <laughs> Scotty, for singing that song mm. in the captain's chair. Mm. And remember, the, for most of that song, it's an external shot of the Enterprise. Yes. You, yeah. And so, I mean, you knew it, Scotty. But, mm. but then they cut into it, and he's just singing this dirge, this, you know, sounded like a sad love song. Did you like it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I rewound it. Yeah. I listened to it a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Put a bit of a drum beat over the top of yeah. it. Yeah. Extended out the middle part. Yeah. It's, it's my next single. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is that, what was the name of your band? Oh, oh, the... The ball sacks. <laughs> the doodle... Doodle sack. The doodle sack. <laughs> Andrew Hogan and the doodle sacks. Uh, yeah, it's a... Good Scotty's dirge. Catchy name. Mm. So he gets one vote in the good side of the, of the yeah. ledger. Yeah. Because you don't get that very often. That's right. And you're watching a Saturday morning kids cartoon, theoretically, mm. and you get that. And he'd get he'd get um, rights for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, not, not yeah. from me. No. I'm stolen it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm, uncredited. I'm just not going to yeah. tell him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, James Dewan is no, no longer with us. No. Okay, so, two votes. Mm. Nurse Chapel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For being a badass, yep. taking control, and realizing that you know the ladies are going to have to you know get this done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, girls really do get this done. The sisters are doing it for themselves. So it's a line out of the boys, season two. Oh, is it? Girls really do get things done. Ah. Yes, and that means that the three votes can only be Uhura. Mm-hmm. She absolutely grasps the situation before anyone else. Mm-hmm. 
she knows that she's got to she's got to get um, she's got to save the boys on the uh, on the planet. She's got to get Scotty out of the big chair. She's got to do it with all ladies, and she does. And they're all and she goes down beams down to a planet with a bunch of female red shirts, none of whom die. Yep, she's the bit most effective leader on the on the board. So pr- pr- probably for the entire series. Mm, mm. Yeah, no, e- excellent votes, mate. Supreme as always. Mm. Sensible too. I know, I know. Yeah. So that means, well, what goes up must come down. That's right, mate. Keiko O'Brien medal. If there's an up, there's a down. Mm. If there's a JLP, there's a KOB. Mm-hmm. The Keiko O'Brien medal for, you know, the three least useful characters. That's right. That's one of the criteria, but there can be others. Yeah. And it can diverge into not characters if necessary. That's right. You've got them, my man. I do. Yeah. Um, thankfully, we don't have to go to other things. It's actually three characters this yeah, week. Actually, yeah, actually, I had three characters for the Keiko just mm. in case we decided to swap it around. Oh, right. Yeah. I wonder if we will line up at all. That's what I'm interested to find out. The first vote goes to Sulu. Right. Doesn't do much. He would have loved this planet. Because? He loves it. He, because? In any episode, he mm. just loves... Going for the women. Him and Chekhov particularly. Oh, Chekhov's the worst. In the, yeah. in the original series, yeah. live action. Yeah, that's right. And they're not there. No. They must have been going crazy on board the ship. Well, everyone on the ship was going crazy, Yeah, but they would have been first in line to been down and, and aged 10 years <laughs> in a day to, to be near these women. So they would have loved it. Yeah. For missing out. Oh, my. Yeah, exactly, mate. Oh, my. Yeah. And, guys, that was Andrew Hogan doing the oh, my. That was not. George Takei. Who mm. couldn't be here today. Sadly. Yeah, yeah. We'll get him. Yeah, he's Next invited. Time. You're always invited, George. And look, we've got a bowl of cheesels. Mm-hmm. We've got Tim Tams. Yeah. Half eaten. So that was one vote. Mm-hmm. Oh, the next two will be interesting then. I'm giving it to Captain Kirk. Right. Did you notice how poetic and intoxicated his log entry was in this episode? It was rather, um, yes, elaborate. Mm, mm. Needlessly elaborate. I felt like this would be like me... When I was in my like early twenties, uh-huh. after a few drinks, and just telling my mates how much I love them, how good they were, yeah, I felt like that that kind of level of log entry. Yeah, I want my log entries to be factual and concise, mm. to, the, to the point. Yeah, unemotional, mm. and I want them to be a good snapshot of what's actually going on. I didn't understand it. It sounded like you when we do a late night podcast. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It makes no sense at all. That's right. Mm. Yeah. It's been a long road, mate. Getting from there to here. (laughs) So in that case, oh, I'm not sure about the three votes. Three votes goes to Scotty. Scotty. Okay. It's the song, mate. I have written worse than the Chrysalis song. Oh, whereas I loved it. Yeah, no. Um... So, sang a song that not even the closed captions could understand. <laughs> Did you have them on? Yeah, I always have them on because of my hearing. Um, <laughs> I didn't think of doing yeah, that. There was no... There was nothing. Was it where they put in brackets unintelligible audio? <laughs> I don't think they even went that far. I was, yeah. I was reading an article online about closed captions um, for shows and things mm. and how that, that, pop, that that's like the standard industry. We couldn't be bothered mm. listening to what we... Yeah, we tried it once. Yeah, <laughs> we can't go back because the, the caption people are so busy because mm. there's so much product comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, um, it made me want to listen to our Do Re Mi song from Chrysalis. Mm. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. Imagine 
mm-hmm. that replacing this song. Oh, I would no, like actually imagine it. So Scotty sings Do Re Mi. Do Re Mi Fa From is that from? Is that how they sing it? I don't know. I put that in my mind. You're, like, you're very like smart, a, man. It's like a pencil through my ear. Mm. Um, Unrelated. Yeah, yeah, no, that was just funny. <laughs> that was just because it was funny. Um, that's it's it's that's a sound of music, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, but they don't sing the sound of music. They're using the do re mi words to just be stupid. To show how much augments are better at us with music, which they didn't. No, that didn't did, did not demonstrate that. But it was better than than Scotty's song. Oh uh, no, Scotty's song was good. Yeah, well, I give it three negative votes, yeah. and you gave it one positive. So we're, we're only four votes different. That's right. We're close. Hmm. Um, I would have had for my three hmm. any of the four members of the away team. Kirk McCoy. Yeah, McCoy was lucky. Con um, Carver yep. was the red yep. shirt and Spock. Because kind of, yeah. there were so many dumb things that they didn't work out. Mm. At no time did any of them attempt to work out a way of getting those stupid headbands off. Didn't they hide in an urn? Yeah, they hid hidden an urn and almost drowned. Yeah, like hiding it, in an urn? Yeah. yeah. Like, clearly, the headbands, work on that. Mm. Even if you don't know the mechanism of what's happening, they're in, obviously causing it. It's it reminded me of Pat Cash, 1987. Oh, no, that's a cool headband. Yeah, but they weren't then. Then they were terrible headbands. Mm. But they didn't even go, oh, at least try and pull it hard. You know, oh, look, it's stuck. It won't come off. No, mm-hmm. they just walked around going, oh, this is this is weird. And then they just didn't seem to do anything that you would do mm. to try and get out of their dilemma apart from piss off and hide outside in an and hide in an urn. Yeah. Have you ever hidden in an urn? Uh, no. 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 So no. it might be great. I hid in a dumpster once. Oh, I can imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was not hiding. <laughs> Sleeping. <laughs> the best line of the episode. Okay. So I love, I love best line of an episode because my main man here, Isaac the Scribe, he just picks them out of his... Backside. So well. Thanks. What did you pick out there this week? I've got four for you this Good. week. Good. That's a sensible amount. Yes, yes. Even the dog likes it. Yes. It's interesting that the dog chimed in then because we've got, I'm experiencing audio visual suggestion, Captain. Mm, that was Spock early on, wasn't mm. it? Yes. Audio yes. oh, yeah, visual suggestion. Yes. I reckon the dog's stuck. Ooh, stuck where? Two votes? Uh, or, or second one. Oh, second. We, we don't rank them. We oh, just we don't vote these. Yes, do we? Yeah. Second, second quote. First time I've admired a body function. Oh, you'll have to clarify that one. Yeah. I think it was the idea that the song is making them do things. Right. Yeah. Although it doesn't actually make them do anything apart from go to the planet. It just attracts them every 27.346 years. That's a really odd way of saying that, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Hey, Google, what's 0.346 of a year? Sorry, I don't understand. Mm, I'm not surprised. You tell us, okay? Um, Third one. Wait, Mm. I will tell you everything. It's a really good thing to say when you're captured. Mm. Which one of them said that? The other the leader. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's the that's before the PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. Yeah. And um, this one at the end. You're more handsome than ever. 
And that was after they went back to young people again. Yeah. And it was... I think it's been a... Spock. It might have been a Huratu Kirk. Oh, Kirk, it was. Yeah, so yeah, they're the four ones. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so um, I'm going to go with the last one. Yeah, you like the You're More Handsome Than Ever. Yeah, because yeah. it's so on brand <laughs> for Shatner. <laughs> and it's like, is someone going to... Is someone going to... Compliment my looks at some point in this episode. Contractually, probably require contractual obligation. Wait to minute twenty-one of twenty-two. Yeah. Even when it's a kids' cartoon, yeah. it's still got to happen. Terrific, so, so, good choice. And it was also entirely inappropriate. Mm. Mm. But a bit like in, a bit like in the original series when when Uhura would like somehow fall into Kirk's arms all the time. Like you know, when the ship got hit by a torpedo, no or something. for no reason, yeah. Or she'd get, or she'd get all, all emotional. Or say Janice Rand would get all emotional, and Spock would give her a hug, that type of thing. Chekhov never, never did it, did he? No, Chekhov's kind of really Yeah, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Yeah. People, <laughs> people say we're monkeying around. He was a, he was monkeying around with his with his bagpipes. Yep, that's right. <laughs> his doodle sack. His doodle sack. <laughs> but it's Russian. In, in Russia, doodle sack plays you. Mm, I wonder how you say bagpipes in Russian. Did uh, we find out? No. No, okay. You can find out. <laughs> yeah, don't care www.google.com What? Good God. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Wharf medal. Any incidents of fighting of mm. any kind on the episode? Mm. Now you've obviously got a bit of a list. I do, but it depends on your definitions of mm. fighting about whether being um, having a headband put on your head against your will yeah, it's, it's interesting you say that. My first one was Kirk Ford fought the weird head necklace. Yeah. That's what I called it. A head necklace. Yeah, which I thought was funny because it wasn't around the neck. No. Yeah, so we call it headless. It's a headband. If they if it, if they put it, it, it down... more ornamental. Than it. Yeah, but if they put it down over their eyes, it would have been Geordie's visor. <laughs> mm, that would have been cool. Which looks exactly like a headband. It does, doesn't yeah, it? It's like a curvy comb. Okay, will you tell me what else you've got? Kirk Bones, Scotty, and Carver yes. got chucked. Got chucked by the ladies. They got chucked. Yeah, like oysters. Yeah, well, they're, they're not chucked. Oh, chucked. They got thrown. Oh yes, they did. Yeah. That's right. They yeah. did get thrown. Yeah, I think this is what you were referring to. But I've got Uhura and Chapel versus the women. Yes, the and Uhura shot the urn. She did, but she didn't shoot the deputy. No, no. Apparently, she was. Eric Clapton was very strong on that. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. There was weird in that scene. She shot the Eric urn. Oh, no, he wasn't in that scene. He was in no. the, the, the next scene. Um, <laughs> he, she scene. shot the urn, and they weren't inside it anymore. Yeah, I guess th- there was a danger that she could have incinerated the men inside the urn. It was weird. It was a weird yeah. decision. I don't know how urns work. Well, it was like don't if you think your mates inside a you know a bath, don't shoot the bath. Don't shoot the bar. That's a good advice in general, yeah. mate. Don't shoot anything if you think your mate's inside it's it. It's going to happen. It, Thanks, seems, it seems an obvious rule. No, it's a, no, it might not be. Like, there's two rules in Fight Club. None of them are about shooting bars or okay. for your mates. Shoot, or shooting with your bar. Mm. by bar, you mean? Penis. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> ah, well, we got there eventually. Yeah. That's good. So, um, okay. Ooh, Is that's it, good. It's time. Is it really? Bring him out, mate. Oh no, no! I was, he's been he's been terrible recently. He has, hasn't he? Yeah. And have the reviews been good? 
Oh, the reviews have been very good, but yeah. he's, he's, he's caused a bit of controversy online. Has he? Yes, yes, he has. And you know, who are we talking about? We're talking about the one and only Late Night Shins On. With Shinzon. I'm gonna lie, I'm Shinzon. I've got a talk show and it's better than these two idiots. You're like lame as, and I interview people because I'm the big fucking interviewer in the world. I'm better than any of those other people that do interviews. What are they called? Journalists or some shit. I don't know. Idiots. Right, so who have I got to be interviewed interviewing today? What the what the hell are you? Um I'm a ninja turtle playing basketball in Michael Jordan's top. I don't know who any of those people are. What do you do? Um, well, my master splinter, I don't know who he is. Uh, he's a rat. A rat. Yeah, he's a rat, and he tells us to go and fight the Krang. What is the Krang? Uh, weird robot aliens. <laughs> I know all about weird robot aliens. Jeez. <laughs> I met one once. Oh, my God, his name was, like, B4, and he was absolutely spack. He knew nothing. He couldn't do anything. Couldn't even, couldn't even double-cross his mates properly. Yeah, I got rid of him. He was stupid. Uh, okay, you're not being very interesting. What else can you do? I'm a ninja. Nah, you're not a ninja. Here I am. I can kill you if you want with this basketball. <laughs> you reckon? I could kill you with someone else's basketball. Yeah, and by basketball I mean penis. Hey, I got that joke of Hogan. He pinched off me. Anyway, you're boring me. Go away. Bye-bye. Okay, maybe next week I'll get a better guest. It's just, uh, you know, eventually. I hope so. Uh, love yous all out there. You're great, except for the Nimrods and Idiots and Dipwads. Bye! Late Night with Shinzon was developed by Isaac Brown and written by Andrew Hogan. All characters performed by Andrew Hogan. Executively produced by Connor Trenier, Dominique Keating and Mark Cartier for the Treks and Trekkers Network. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shinzon. Tune in next week for more Late Nights with Shinzon. He is so edgy, mate. Yeah. And like, <laughs> edge lord. <laughs> the hard bit is, where, you know, having shins on the show, I've got a bit of a kind of quiet saying this. Oh, can you move the mic back a bit over? Oh, yeah, we better. Shins on, like, we have to have him on the show. Yeah, contractual yeah, obligation. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you got to put up with it, guys. Yeah, 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 it's okay. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. He's definitely not in shot. No. <laughs> at all. No. He's no. head and shoulders open. The yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Are you still there, Shinzo, mate? No, 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 no. There you go. He's not there. We ask him. We're safe. Till next yeah. week. I wonder about whether whether he might interview Captain Liam Shaw one day. There is a Liam Shaw figure out. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. There'd oh, be two, so two grumpy people. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> two people whose pants are way too tight. That episode will be so long. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll be, I'll tell you what, there'll be a wharf medal by the end yeah, of it. Yeah, true. <laughs> Whoa, there then. Hmm. Might even be a mourner. Oh, you mean, like, you mean sparks will fly? <laughs> I like this idea yeah. more and more. It's going to be such bad on YouTube. All right, get on out. We're going to get blocked, man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get that warning. We don't do it anyway. Yeah, we will. Anyway. <laughs>
No. Should have they used a saucer separation? Okay, so guys, we always close this one. So you see, you see this ship, right? Uh huh. That's the Enterprise. That's the D. Yeah, big, big D. This bit. It's got some big D energy. <laughs> this bit can come off and fly away and improve the plot. My mate Andrew Hogan. He, well, he has his Yeah. He looks at the episode and determines how a saucer separation. Would have improved this week's episode. This is a doozy. This is a doozy. This he's been one. sitting on one. He's told, he told me when he got here, I've got one for the Lorelei signal. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. So, so okay. Now, um, a propos of nothing. What's that mean? A prop- it means it's related to nothing. Oh, okay. For no reason. Nothing, yeah, nothing yeah, okay. Nothing really relevant. Um, Welcome to Unplanned Trek. Unplanned track. If saucer separation had been a thing that happens, and you know what? There's no budgetary issues on the animated series. Do what you like. But they didn't. They never did. They never sep- They never did a saucer separation on the one show that it wouldn't have cost anything extra. Yep. Just animate a few more cells, you lazy bastards. Is Mike McMahon listening? Mm. He can do it. Can he? Oh, it is. Oh, of course he can. Yeah. yeah Hang on. This Cerritos, if, if the Cerritos saucer goes away, there's just two nacelles flying around. <laughs> we like that. It's pretty funny. So, Ahura, recognising that all the blokes are have lost their shit and are off their tits on whatever they're on, the song drug, they, just, they basically look like they've been sitting around eating pizza and doing cones, haven't they? They did. It's basically, yeah. that's it. Yeah. They got space stoned. They did. Yeah. Good, good yeah. name for the episode. Space stoned. Space stoned. Maybe they could come after space seed. Yeah. You, well, no, you you, the no, seeds. no, the seed. Get the buds. No, no, no. You, you get space stoned first and then you spread your seed. Oh, I had different seeds. Oh, right. Oh, you yeah. weren't talking about the, the ones that come out your penis. <laughs> I was talking about the seeds that you would need to make buds to make. Oh, growing it. Yeah. No, you've got the a space, dealer. You've got a dealer for that. Yeah, oh, you yeah. get it from, um, you get it from, from you know, Cyrano Jones. <laughs> Remember Cyrano? I think he might be next week or last week. Cyrano's, sure. Cyrano's stopped dealing in tribbles. Mm. And he's now just a straight-up drug dealer. Yep. Okay, so basically Uhura creates a ruse to order all the male crew members into the engineering section, order all the female crew members into the saucer, and then she separates. And then the whole thing's fine. Mm. Because she's got the bitch you can drive better with. Does she have speed? Mm, she well, might... they're already at the planet though, so what, what, what ifs? Does she just want to leave? Uh, she's going to stay there. What about if she landed? Don't be down. What if she crashed it? Well, that's been done. Yeah. And she wouldn't do but that. But most things in Star Trek have been done. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, Everything Uhura. that's been in Star Trek has been done in Star Trek. Yes, that's yeah. how Star Trek works. Yeah. Uhura wouldn't crash it. No. No, but it would get all the guys off. And I don't think the guys would be... In the state they were in, I don't think the guys would be smart enough to work out that there's no saucer anymore and they can't really do much because she's got all the good stuff. She's got the big, she's got the big screen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. You play, play PlayStation on yep. that. Um, maybe a Formula One game. Watch Grand Final or watch, watch, watch Bathurst. Yep, that's right. Tomorrow. Yes. Last maybe. Few weeks or last ago. week or... Last month. <laughs> depends on where it is. is. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just think that would have been a sensible way of boys... Boys on one, mm-hmm. boys in one side of the room, girls in the other side of the room, like a gym class and stuff. Mm. 
Yeah. Of course, these days, different to the 70s when this was created, mm. it wouldn't necessarily just be the men that would be affected by a female swan song. Well, who else would Sorry. it be? Well, there could be women that would be attracted to the same song as well. Oh, but th- would that work? I don't know. Is oh. it based on... I think it's based on XY chromosome. So it's not based on the pheromone that, that people are attracted to? Oh, so you've got to be attracted... So if you're attracted to women, regardless of... big if, mate. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Then you reckon the song works on you? Yeah, that's what I reckon. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. No, I thought it was more more a pure biological chemical right, reaction. Right, so you think it's not necessarily that there's that it's women singing, it's just that men are hearing a song and they didn't go near and go, yeah. hey... Hey, check out, it's K-San. It is. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> let's, let's go down, let's, let, let's get a couple of jugs of bourbon and coke. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's right. And smash a Well, few what in. do you guys think? Do you think that, that a siren song is based on what gender you would be um, attracted to? Mm-hmm. Or is it based on what biological factors? Well, what did, what did Homer say? I don't know. In the Odyssey. Don't! <laughs> <laughs> you real different, Homer. There's only one Homer, mate. Oh, no, 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 no. This Homer... I'll have to... I'll have to... I'll not... Mrs. Hogan has only got a master's degree in classical civilization and education, so she may have an idea of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask her later. Okay. Stay tuned, guys. We'll clarify. Yeah. Oh, no, the problem is uh, when, like, what's his name? Homer's on the... He's telling Homer. a story, and, and, it's, and they're on the boat, then, like, there's no women on that boat when they hear the sirens. So, so they're attracted no, to the song. There's, but there's no test case. Testicles. Yes, yes. <laughs> you need women on the boat oh, to know right, whether the right. song works. You're uh, the control group. Exactly, yeah. the control right, group. Right. But she might have an insight. Who? Mrs. Hogue. Oh, I thought you meant the people singing the song. Oh, they've got lots. Yeah. Did you know they were half women, half birds? And in Homer's The Odyssey, they are never described. Their appearance is never described. It's just all these Greek sculptors who would do sculptures of his poem. Made, just made them half women, half birds. Imagine if we did sculptures of your poems. Half women, half birds? <laughs> but, hey, this is the best bit. In Australia, that's the same thing. Half women, half birds. <laughs> birds and women are the same thing. With shins on. Yeah. What do you reckon, shins on? Go on, say the fucking same thing, you stupid dildo. Go back there, God. Late Night with Shins On was developed by Isaac Brown and written by Andrew Hogan. All characters performed by Andrew Hogan. Executively produced by Connor Trinier, Dominique Keating, and Mark Cartier for the Treks and Trekkers Network. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shins On. Tune in next week for more. Late nights with shins on. Yes. Um, but anyway, that's what I think. Yeah. I don't know what bit you're saying. I don't know. <laughs> if you thought what shins on thinks, if you thought the siren song bit. I just. This has been one of our worst endings. Correct. Yeah. Funnily enough, this being the animated series, I'm very <laughs> surprised, knowing Gene, mm. that they weren't half women, half birds. True. True. Was, well, we did have Lieutenant Arax on the bit on the bridge. I yes, don't know what good. he is. No one does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know? I like to retro. I like to retroactively decide that he's Kelpie. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's there. Oh, it's it's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, Excellent. I just that, that, that's what I think.
I yeah. don't think I think Memory Alpha probably has what he is canonically, but I don't, I don't think it's ever mentioned on the show. Hmm. He's just got a weird neck. Well, guys, next week, if our episode allows it, we have got a new segment that we're working on. Mm. Our Patreons know about it. They do. Yeah. It's a secret now, though. It's a secret for you for now, but the next time something happens, mm. we're giving out a new medal. Exactly. Yeah, it's exciting. Oh, it's great to have a new segment. Yeah, and we haven't had one for a while. No, that's right. So, look. No, actually, probably our latest new segment is actually Shinzo. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that so no, no, he's gone. <laughs> With Shinzon. No, I'm not. <laughs> Late Night with Shinzon was developed by Isaac Brown and written by Andrew Hogan. All characters performed by Andrew Hogan. Executively produced by Connor Trenier, Dominique Keating, and Mark Cartier for the Treks and Trekkers Network. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shinzon. Tune in next week for more Late Nights with Shinzon. Up. He's always there. I've had enough. He's got a green room. He's yeah. He's going to send Hellboy to punch us. Mm. Yeah. Do you have other Tom Hardy toys? going to happen. Uh, probably got a Bane. It's going to hmm. happen. Yeah. We could get them together. It's going to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean... Look at you, handsome fucker. Yes. Yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty good too. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Pretending I've got action figures in my hand. And by action hands, you... <laughs> Penis? It's an action hand. <laughs> action hands. <laughs> It's my jazz hands. <laughs> yeah, well, I better get Andrew and his action hands out of my house. <laughs> Thank you for being part of another Unplanned Trek. We um, really enjoy doing this each week and hope you are too. Um, don't forget to follow us on the socials. And if you're liking us, feel free to join us on our Patreon channel too. Do that. It's an absolute blast. So, until next week, live long and prospect. Yeah, me too. Well, guys, I had no idea that you'd be able to do an episode on... TAS's The Lorelei Signal. So, well, I just figured you'd fuck it up. Uh, and, and Isaac, your take on... Scotty's song not even having subtitles... ...was amazing. Uh, and Andrew, oh my God, when you talked about... Uhura effectively leading the crew... I, uh... Lucy, the bit where you said doodle sack was comedic gold. It's just like... We're riding a money train, a money train all the way to the money bank, the Hollywood money bank, which is where I transact because I'm a Hollywood jagoff. I'm very excited about this, guys. I'm very excited. So keep the jokes coming. Uh, keep the content rolling. Uh, watch out on your uh, uh, social media for the next unplanned Trek challenge from me. Hollywood producer Mark Cartier, producer of the Shuttle Pod Show. Get back to work. <laughs> I knew I bet on the right horse. One vote, mm -hmm. Scotty, mm. for singing that song. That's Mrs. Unplanned Trek. Was that in here, was it? No, I couldn't tell what that was or where it was. It was Abbey Road Live Pen. It sounded great, didn't it? Yeah. Sorry. They were really busting out the good equipment then. Okay, start again. Yeah. Right, pick up. It's just not what you'd expect. That's an unplanned trick. Unplanned.
absolutely. <laughs> it's really loud, isn't it? Your dog is eating the Tim packet Tam, of Tim Tams. I'll just clarify for our listeners, not eating the Tim Tams. There's no. none there. Just, no, just no, the packet. Just the package. Molly. Molly. Do you realise, Molly, that's the bit you can't eat? <laughs> Sucked in. <laughs> Jeez, look, at, look at your ninja skills. <laughs> Mate, I'm ready to fuck I love how she's going, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Hey, it's I was okay with it. Where'd it go? No, he, couldn't have, he couldn't have taken it. He's too dumb. Dad's the man. He, he wouldn't do that. Catch <clears throat> me. Yeah. Right. And Wolf is the last Metal, metal. Okay, but we haven't chosen my line yet. Oh! Okay. Hello, and thank you for listening to Unplanned Trek. This show is written by Isaac Brown and improvised by Andrew Hogan. Part of the Trek and Trekkers network of podcasts, executively produced by Mark Cartier, Dominic Keating, and Connor Trinity. This is Bruce Horak, and you are listening to Unplanned Trek. You can find links to other episodes and merch at unplannedtrek.com. I'm Olivia Youngers, who plays Ensign Riggs, who is resting until her next duty assignment. Hear me talk about all of that on Unplanned Trek. Follow our socials on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or write to us at hello at unplannedtrek.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Bonnie Gordon from Star Trek Prodigy, and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. Live long and prosper. Wrestling papers, wrestling. <sighs> Edgy. He's cranky. He's cranky today. Yeah. He won't stand up either. He's sick of it. He's just lost the plot. Can you actually see him? Yeah, no. totally. The little head peeking over the... Hello! Walter Mindbinder yeah. book, you didn't know that, did you, you knob jockey? <laughs> wow, the post-credit bit. Yeah, you can see the top of his head. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say he was good at hiding. No. Um, okay. Oh, jeez, it's always a... Sp-